You are listening to the audio portion of the QB Power Hour webinar series. The QB Power Hour is a free bi-weekly webinar series for accounting professionals presented by Michelle Long and Dan DeLong, who are very passionate about the industry, QuickBooks, and apps that integrate with QuickBooks. You can find out all the details about the webinar series at qbpowerhour.com. So without further ado, here's Michelle and Dan. Welcome everybody to another QB Power Hour. We're very glad to join you for have you joining us for the special one today. It is Roadmap to Advisory Services with Path by Simplex. So I'm very glad to see a lot of you joining us today. As you know, my name is Michelle Long, CPA with an MBA in entrepreneurship, owner of Long for Success, author of some books. You can check them out on Amazon. Very glad to have you joining us. And as a reminder, join us in that Facebook group. It's a very active group out there with over 10,000 members. You can continue the discussion out there. Dan, how about you? Yeah, my name is Dan DeLong, co-host today, uh, owner of Dan Witt, uh, formerly of Intuit. Uh, spent about almost 18 years there um, and now uh, technical editor for the QBO for Dummies series. We're actually up to the seventh, uh, seventh edition coming up this year. Uh, and my new project is uh, Chief Content Creator at SchoolBookkeeping.com. Very good. And we have a special guest joining us today. Rob, do you want to join us and introduce yourself? Yeah, good morning, everyone. My name is Rob Chandler um, with uh, Path by Simplex, Simplex Financials. I've been in the fintech space for over uh, 25 years. Uh, you might know me as the uh, founder of Cloud9 Realtime, which uh, we exited uh, and sold that company in 2017, thought retirement life was for me, but found <laughs> out <laughs> that uh, this is kind of in my DNA. So just glad to be back in the fintech space. Well, like we're the glad. godfather. <laughs> you back in, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. And we're glad to have you back, Rob. Yeah, I know. I know you from way back, you know, when you were in your cloud nine days and you did a cloud um, conference. I forgot the name of your cloud conference, but you were one uh, of the cloud first fest. Yes, one Fun of the, the first ones. And uh, as part of full disclosure, I do want to let everybody know that um, I know Rob from many years ago. And, you know, I heard about PATH that they were creating and I was highly interested. And the more I learned about it, the more I liked. So I am part of their advisory board and I got a teeny tiny little piece of share of the stock. So <laughs> I just wanted to put that out there in full disclosure. But that's how much I am impressed by PATH and the possibilities and how much I love it. So, Rob, we're very glad to have you join us today. Just Thank real you, quickly. Michelle. Thank you, Dan. Just real quickly, our power hours are every other Tuesday at noon Eastern. Today is a special event with Rob and, and talking about advisory services um, with PATH. Next week, we'll be talking about AP enhancements with Relay. August 3rd, we've got our QBO Advanced Feature Deep Dive. It's worth the wait. We finally have Hector, the reporting enhancements. I know we've had to reschedule that one a number of times. So those of you that have been waiting for it, let's cross our fingers. August 3rd, we will have a QB Power Hour reunion with Hector joining us. And then we'll have niche nuances with Gita again on August 17th. Um, there are the links to the PDF of the slides, the recordings, as well as the podcast, if you want to listen to that while you're on the go. 
All right, so our agenda for today is improving client communications and roadblocks, and we're going to be talking about Path by Simplex, and Rob is going to go in and give us a demonstration and show us how cool this is, and I think it is an amazing tool. If you're wanting to provide advisory services, maybe you're just getting started or maybe you're already doing it, this is an amazing tool that you're going to want to have in your toolbox to be able to provide these advisory services efficiently and effectively for your clients, so I'm really glad you guys are joining us um, to see and learn more about this with us. Um, so first of all, Dan, you want to go ahead and log our first poll question? Absolutely. And, and while, this, uh, yeah. while this is launching here, uh, if you have any specific questions as we're, as we're you know, going through this, this webinar today, um, go ahead and put those in the Q&A rather than the chat. Uh, it's, it's a lot easier to answer them as they come in in the chat or in the, the Q&A because the chat just keeps to tends to keep scrolling by and we, we, we want to miss those. So if you have like things to say about Michelle's puppy, yeah, put it in the <laughs> chat. Uh, but if you have some specific questions about what it is that we're, we're presenting here today, put them in the Q&A because we do have uh, Jessica from from PATH who, who can answer some specific SPAP. Path questions <laughs> uh, in uh, in the Q and A. So Q and A for questions and chat for chatting. <laughs> Great. All right. And yes, the puppy is being a devil dog today. I've got another chew stick ready to go because he's chewing and eating <laughs> everything in sight, including my desk. So right now he's eating his bed. <laughs> anyway, um, so yes, yeah, so Rob, would you like to tell us about Path and like how you embarked on it? Because you built one firm successfully with Cloud9, you sold it, you cashed out, you were sitting on the beach with those little umbrella drinks, <laughs> enjoying your life after selling out, and now you're back. What brought you back into the whole QBO ecosystem and the world of accounting? So, yeah, no, I think it takes me back to, you know, when I got into, you know, business started in the newspaper days and it was all about customer service. And also, you know, when I got into the accounting vertical, it was all about how, you know, us accountants can help small businesses and, you know, speaking to small businesses, you know, serving them in the technology world, but also selling the accounting professionals and talk, talking to them you know, together individually, I just found that, you know, there was a disconnect and where the disconnect really came, you know, was in technology and sharing information. You know, that's why Cloud9 was, you know, uh, created. We took QuickBooks desktop and we moved it to the cloud. And now we've seen, you know, software as a service really take the forefront of the technology and delivering, you know, software products. And so, you know, I wanted to see small businesses be successful. I found that small businesses were failing because they really didn't understand the important metrics of their business and what was the important aspects of being successful and what was driving those profits, what was driving those expenses. And so that's really the reason why I felt that it was still in my blood is coming out, creating technology that accounting professionals can use with small businesses and in creating that dialogue and communication around that and allowing you know them to share information um, and and really hone in on what what aspects of the business makes the business successful. And I just That's realized that I, I launched the wrong poll <laughs> for the <laughs> oh. for the first poll. So let me go ahead and launch that first one, which is 
Uh, what roadblocks, because you just mentioned that, what roadblocks interfere with your client communications the most? And these are multiple choice, so you can um, you can enter in the most, you know, mo more than more than one here. And I, I, I think from my my uh, perspective, uh, I get in my own way a lot when I'm when I'm talking. You know, I, I, whether I want to talk to my clients or if I feel like what I have is 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 of value to to talk to them, I think that's uh, you know the, the the biggest roadblock for me, uh, you know, in in working with my clients. And the more I see path, the the more I see this being a valuable tool to add to those value added services that that you can add to 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 your to your utility belt or tool belt of, of suite of services that you could offer. Yeah, and you know, Dan, talking about roadblocks, you and I were talking about that just before this started. You know, under data overload on there and disconnected stuff, finding things, you know, Dan knows the struggle is real with me. I'm constantly like, Dan, where's the slides? You know, because with Dan, he and I use Google Drive and we store the slides in there, but yet with Intuit, a lot of our training materials are in box and with other people, I have things in OneDrive. And so the struggle is real trying to find something and the number of hours that I waste looking for things has got to really add up over the months and years and stuff and that's where with a tool like path there's ways that you can save it and bookmark it and put it in there so that it's easy to search and find things no matter the location and whereas with our clients, you might be getting communications from your clients from everywhere. This is nice because you, you've got it in one central hub. Um, so I just really love that. And um, Dan, look at, the, gonna... look at the results here. Uh, yeah. All the things. Yes. Yeah, the struggle is real for all of us and for our clients, isn't it? So, okay, great. So, well, and as this slide says, you know, improving our client communications, you know, what's right and stuff. And now the time for actually doing and implementing a tool like PATH, the time has never been better um, to, to do this because our clients now are curious. Um, they, you know, using QuickBooks Online, they're seeing up-to-date information and everything. They're starting to get curious about the data and you can pique their curiosity. You can send them little notes. You know, did you know that in your industry, the average gross profit margin is 55% or something like that. You can help pique their curiosity. A lot of these small businesses right now actually have cash to spend because our economy has opened back up. They're back to work. Maybe they got some PPP money. You know, they've got some money available to spend now because things are flowing and moving again. Um, and a lot of these businesses are actually having the the problem of too much, you know, too many orders and back orders and things like that. Uh, but now more than ever, they need that clarity. You know, they need to be able to cut through all of these data roadblocks. So I think the time has never been better for PATH. You know, Dan, what are you seeing in the communications and struggles with clients? Yeah, I mean, it, uh, one thing that the past 18 months has, has, has told, talked to businesses is that, you know, the getting lean um, you know, as far as do I need, do I need a location or do I need, you know, all these extra people that I used to throw, you know, manpower at, and then you've, you've kind of gotten a lot leaner. And now that they're leaner, they're, they're, they're meaner, you know, <laughs> in terms of, you know, okay, well now that 
now that I've gotten myself in, in, in shape, you know, so to speak with my business, now, how do I grow? Um, and, and needing that, that information. Now I was, we were talking, uh, you know, I was talking to my, one of my clients and, and now he's, he is growing, uh, tremendously selling stuff on Amazon and his own website. And now he really wants to, I mean, he's, he spent so much, you know, as far as marketing, now he wants to know, well, okay, well, you know, in order to get more investments, investors in his, in his, in his business, he's now looking to, they're asking these questions. Okay. Well, how much did, how much do you spend on, you know, customer acquisition costs? And, and that, that was what was kind of drove, drove me, you know, to seeking something out for him so that we could get that information, you know, at a, at a moment's notice. And Dan, that's a great point. These clients are wanting more of that information and, and that's where we can overcome the roadblocks and, um, really overcome some of these challenges that we all said all of the above the missed signals by having data in too many places and communicating with clients through email through slack through text um, data overload with too much info those disconnect where we're not connecting with the client they're busy running their business and we're busy just you know looking at the the back end side of things we really need to connect with those clients and have that meaningful communication so we can have that collaboration with our client and this is where path really comes in and can be the tool to help overcome all of these roadblocks especially as we're working on that collaboration with our client as their partner helping them in advisory services to grow their business to know what is your your client acquisition cost and dan uh, dan i think that is a great example and rod you know would you want to go ahead and go into path and then when you get to the the data mash part you can show us and show dan how we can do the calculation for client acquisition costs and things like that Yes, no, definitely. And um, I'm going to bring up my screen here, which everybody should be seeing here in a second. So I'm showing that everybody's yep. seeing my screen. Great. <clears throat> so yeah, I will be jumping into data mash here in a second. And thanks, um, Michelle and Dan, for that overview. I, I think some of the things that you discussed there are definitely very important, and we'll be touching on that. And if you, again, like Michelle said, if you have any uh, questions, use the Q&A. Uh, we'll get to those um, uh questions here um, as, as they come in. First thing I want to let you know is um, I'm logged in. The demo that we're going to use today is Wilson Steakhouse. Um, but I wanted to <clears throat> kind of show you is when you when you're the accountant and you log into your into the account, you're able to see just not your firm's information, but all your clients. So in this is example, I have Express Accounting, which is the accounting firm. I have Wilson Steakhouse and I have Jones uh, roofing service. So that's nice. You don't have to, you know, log in and log out um, to move from one client to the next. Um, the other nice thing um, <clears throat> about this is if you ever have to send a message out to all your clients, say you have an emergency taking place, or maybe, you know, something is down in the industry or technology, you can use this broadcast button up, up here in the right-hand corner. <clears throat> and then you can basically share a message out to everybody um, you can share it to all companies or you can share it to individual companies. So that's one thing that's super nice is you can, again, be in contact with your clients um, anytime, anywhere. Um, and, you know, when your clients want to contact you, if they wake up at three o'clock in the morning and, you know, they're worried about maybe their cash flow or they're worried about their cash on hand or maybe a calculation that needs to be done, you know, they can reach out to you. They don't need to bug you through an email or 
a text message or a phone call, they can use the PATH portal to communicate with you. You'll, you'll receive notification um, right away on that, and then you can start communicating. In fact, um, you'll see, you know, Mary Adams down here in our timeline, which is our timeline is our communication channel. And Mary basically says, I'll be out of the office on Friday, July 16th. If you need anything from us, let us know. And um, Dan Wilson came back and said, great, I'd like to set up a meeting with you the week of July 19th. We have seen an increase in sales since we've hired our marketing manager. I believe we need to hire a new assistant chef to assist um, with growth. And then Mary comes back and says, great, I can meet with you on July 20th. So just interaction, communication, anything that you want to share on the timeline, whether it's a calculation, whether it's a milestone, um, you can do that. What's nice about this is you can, and I'm just kind of scrolling through this, you can make this information private. So if you just want to send it to maybe, um, you know, an individual, so maybe I just want to send a message out to Dan Wilson, I don't want anybody else to see it in the company, um, I can do that as well. So you have definitely security permissions that you can set up, whether they're individual users or uh, groups. And so you have that security aspect when it comes to documents, messages, and calculations, which is uh, super nice. This is a new feature that we've released here in the last uh, 60 days. And so a lot of people are taking advantage of, of that because now they can segregate um, information by uh, users or by groups. Um, so the that's kind of the timeline. Up on the top is our milestones. So milestones are broken down into two categories. The first category it's broken down into is either if it's company related or it's private related, um, which I'll be showing everybody an example. And then there's three ways that you can um, uh, track your milestones. They can either be neutral, they can be negative, or they can be positive. So you have the uh, positive on the green, you have the neutral on the blue, and then you have the negative on the actual red. And so you can see exactly what's taking place. You can set goals for clients and see if those milestones are being achieved or not. Um, so that's a nice way to see an overview. And on the right-hand side is our to-do list. So many times clients might call you and say, hey, you know, when is this due or what are you currently working on? If you want to, you can put your to-dos list there. So when the client <clears throat> logs in, they can see exactly what's going on with their business and what tasks that you're currently working on from the accounting, um, accounting side. Hey, Rob, can, you, can go oh, ahead, Dan. I think we were probably going to ask the same question, Michelle. <laughs> go <laughs> can ahead. You assign tasks to, uh, to the client? Yes, it's exactly. Um, so the way that you can do this is you can just say, I need, um, you know, a W-2 form. And you can just come right over here and assign that to Dan Wilson. You can assign a date to it and put the same on the 23rd. When I hit enter, that, is, that task has now just been assigned to Dan Wilson. As you can see, um, he has two tasks. He can click on this one because that one's been completed and it shows that it's now checked <clears throat> off of his list. And then how do they get notified? Do they Are they bugged with an email or <clears throat> do they just have notifications inside the dashboard <clears throat> on the on the bridge here? Or how, uh, how are they notified that there is even something to do? Yeah, <clears throat> great, great question. <clears throat> Sorry about that. I need some. I know you get choked up about it. <laughs> I know. So currently you get notified <laughs> through the notifications um, we're releasing here really soon where you're going to be able to 
uh, turn on the feature of receiving text messages or email messages. Um, so if something comes out and you can set those notifications, maybe it's just you want to be notified based upon a to-do list item or a timeline item or a new calculation. Uh, but right now, you just receive the notification underneath your notification tab that you log in. Um, as you can see, there I'm underneath the uh, notification tab and there's nine notifications that um, I have not read or looked at. And so when I click on that, I can see those actual notifications. So I, I want to be notified as an accountant if a new vendor has been created, maybe I'm tracking you know, fraud or those type of things. Um, and so I can see exactly what's taking place. If I don't want to you know, going through and, and read each individual one of them, I can just go over here and mark as red, and that's going to clear out my notifications. And Rob, something I want, kind of wanted to point out on that timeline, or I'm sorry, not the timeline, the milestones, you know, one of the things that's really nice about that is in the future, when you're running comparative financials and you want to say like, how come our sales this month was down? Or when you're budgeting for next year, you know, it's nice to look back at that and say, oh, this is when we closed for two weeks from COVID. This is when we reopened. Or this is when there was construction on the street and it affected our sales. Or this is when we had a storm and we were closed for a few days. And, you know, so you might think that you're not going to forget some of those big events or milestones but you do and so like when you're budgeting next year you need to keep in mind you know hey well that month was lower because of this or it was higher because of a special promotion it it helps you when you're looking back or looking forward to kind of remember big events and, and different milestones that happen um, so I think that's awesome being able to keep that there you know I know you know in the budgeting and things that I've done in the past that was always something that would come up is you know what what happened to affect things in the past and people couldn't remember. So I love having those milestones like that. Yeah, and you know, one of the main reasons why this was actually created was with the growth of Cloud9. Um, we, I was hiring managers, I was hiring executives, and every time I hired someone, I was like, your, your puppy dog, Michelle, following you around, <laughs> you know, for the first six months of their life, right? I mean, they wanted to know what took place in the business. And, you know, this gives them a diary. This gives them an insight of actually what take, take, took place, you know, like, for example, you know, Dan Wilson mentioned he hired a new marketing manager. You know, I don't even have to ask Dan when that marketing manager was hired. It's right there on the milestone. It was Nancy um, Smith was hired on May 3rd. And so it just saves a lot of time and you can see exactly what's taking place in the business. And you can see when the business shut down for COVID and when it opened back up. And, um, you know, one of the, so going back to this, I wanted to just show you, you know, we have, um, you know, uh, Mary, here and you can see her little icon or avatar right there. She only has access to that, um, that actual milestone. So if I come over here and click on private, you can do milestones based upon just maybe for your information. So for example, if I want to do a new milestone, I can, I can, it walks you through a series of questions. Is it company related? Is it private related? What date did it take place? Was it negative? Was it positive? Was it neutral? Um, I can put a title, I can put a description, I can choose an icon if related to something that I see there. I can upload an image or a report or, you know, a picture or anything that I want to right there. And then I can publish it out again, if I don't want anybody to see it, but I want to use it for my resource, I can just make sure I check the box uh, private. And then you can edit it later if you, you know, you're, you're not carving anything in stone with regards to yeah. these milestones, you can edit it, edit it after the fact. Oh, yeah, just, you shouldn't have seen yeah. that. Put it back. <laughs> yeah, so if I wanted to change, 
you know, that date from the 15th to the 18th, just, you know, click on that, scroll down to the bottom and save it. And now it's changed it from the 13th to the 18th. So I love that this, this tool allows me to communicate with all my individual clients. Plus it allows the clients to communicate within their company. So, you know, a lot of times your clients and their employees, the employees may feel like they're out of the loop. They don't know what's going on. You know, they may, this can help the client communication within their company, as well as our communication between us and our clients um, as well. So I see this too as a win-win to help us and to help our clients. No, like definitely. I mean, it's capturing all the information. It's giving the transparency in one place. Um, and, you know, there's no, where did we keep this information? You know, going back, trying to find an email or going into payroll records or looking at maybe something, trying to figure out when a historical date took place in the business. And we're starting to get some questions in the, in the Q&A uh, that are kind of relative to what you're, what you're talking about. But uh, and I think what might help Rob is maybe take a step back and, and say what PAC is, you know, like, or maybe what it isn't, because that's what we, as accountants and bookkeepers and accounting professionals, we want to, we want to know what this is like and what it's not like to really kind of uh, understand. Because right now you've only touched on two things that it does, and that's just <laughs> the communication piece. Um, and there's, there's a lot more for, for you to show us. But I think what we, we might want to take a step back is, oh, can you, can you create your own milestones? Is this complementary to live plan? What, the, what is PATH in, in, just in general? Is there an app for it? Does it only work with, what, what does it work with or integrate with? Sure. As as QuickBooks? No, that, that's, that's a great question. So today, PATH works with QuickBooks Online. There's about 5.6 million users of QuickBooks Online. So that's the reason why we started in that. You know, our roadmap is Sage and Zero down the road. We are looking to integrate with um, Zapier or Zapier. <laughs> I always pronounce it wrong, but um, that integrates with over 2,000 applications. We should be rolling that out here within the next six months. But what PATH is, is PATH is a platform to have those meaningful conversations, to communicate high level of things that are taking place in the business, and then tracking, being able to track um, key KPIs or metrics for the business, which we'll be getting hit into in a second, and really just creating conversations around how to improve the business, you know, um, overall, you know, how to grow the revenues, how to grow, you know, maximize the profits, how to reduce expenses, really get a really handle on where you should be and your staff should be utilizing their time and making that business more successful. We are, it is not a CRM system. So if you're looking, you know, to utilize this as a customer relationship management, keep track of, you know, uh, um, you know, contact information and you those know, type of things. Overall, you probably, you know how to grow the revenues, how to grow, oops, know. I'm going to hear an echo in my ear, but um, it went away, but it's not, it's not a customer relationship management system. There's other great solutions out there that can be a part of your toolbox when it comes to path with this. And Rob, I know you're going to get into the data mash because um, we've got some some questions about that, like on the industry comparison. And sure. um, it is not just other users of PATH. It is actually pulling, I think, isn't it from RMA, Rob, the RMA Associates, Robert Morris yes. Associates? So I'm just going to jump down there and I'll jump in this in a second. Is okay. Yes, it's it's 
it's pulling information from RMA. So RMA is the lead industry leaders. Um, they basically go out there and gather the financial information. And as you can see, Wilson Steakhouse is a full service restaurant. So it's pulling that SIG code, which you set up in your company settings. So you want to make sure you're mapping your, you know, when you're adding your QuickBooks file, you know, one of the questions it's going to ask you is what is that SIG code, which you can obtain that from most likely a, a tax return. And then that's going to, um, you know, that's going to pull your, uh, that's going to pull the industry average for, so for an example, this is a current ratio calculation um, and the total comes out to 3.32. Um, the industry average is 0 0.90 and the goal was 2.50. So it's actually, you're actually beating that goal. Um, and then these are the different marks that's showing you um, on here. So it's showing you the blue is showing you exactly how you're doing as a business. Um, the green is your goal, and then the, the orange is the industry standard. So it's pulling that information from QuickBooks. Again, don't have to access QuickBooks, just do the connection. Down in the left-hand corner, you see that last time it synced was at midnight. There has not been any new information been inputted into QuickBooks. Um, the, the system looks for transactions every 30 seconds. So path is done in real time. So if you in, input a new vendor, you record a new deposit, it's gonna change all the dashboard and KPI metrics um, right away. So it's not updating like three or four times a day. It's literally updating every 30 seconds. And, you know, Rob, for, for accountants and bookkeepers that are wanting to do these advisory services and things, I think this is where having these industry averages is a great place to start with advisory services with our clients. You know, talking with your clients, did you know the industry average for your industry when it comes to gross profit margin is XYZ? Or the industry average, let's say, what they're spending on their cost of labor or what they're spending on their food costs. You know, by being able to see what the industry averages are, then you can help. Oh, am I muted, Dan? <laughs> sorry, am I no, muted? No, we hear you. No, we hear, we hear you. Oh, we hear sorry. you just fine. Oh, okay. Okay, sorry. <laughs> but anyway, I think that this is a great tool to help us with that. And by pulling that in automatically, that's pretty big because it's hard to get industry numbers without paying. You know, you can get some out at bizstats.com. They're free, but then you're exporting to Excel and you're doing it out there and you're wasting a lot of time every month trying to do this versus here. You can create these and then have it automatically recalculate and update like Rob said, based on the information from QuickBooks. So this I think is helpful for us providing those advisory services with our clients. No, no, definitely. And, um, you know, it's, it's something that's really important. I think it's valuable too. I mean, to have a license with RMA, it's not a, it's not a cheap license. In fact, right. if I wanted to go out, if I wanted to go out there and just obtain that license for my accounting firm, it just wouldn't be something that would be profitable at all. But, you know, it's a, it's just a small piece that we carve out for each basically user, which makes, makes it then very affordable to get um, the industry averages and so forth. So um, just moving along the impact center, talks about um, the accounts payable and the accounts receivable. Again, what's great about this, and I was talking to an accounting professional yesterday, Michelle and Dan, and they were saying one thing that we really love about PATH is we don't have to um, give our clients access to QuickBooks and they can come in and access all the information and they're not going to hurt the QuickBooks file from integrity or change a transaction or change or modify you know, a deposit or modify an expense or anything. 
Um, it's kind of like we can give them access to this. They can see exactly what's going on in the business. We can then do the bookkeeping and making sure everything's recorded. So the, this accountant says, we, I feel like we have control of the client's books. And, you know, that was one thing that was really uh, super cool. But, you know, I can see exactly how much the customers owe us, how much we owe vendors. Um, I can see where my customers and vendors are, are located throughout the United States, actually throughout the actual world. Um, and then down here, I can see who actually owes me money. Um, the blue is customers. The vendors are orange. I can then sort that if I wanted to. Then I can click on, say I wanted to click on Jump World. I can click on Jump World and get a transaction history of that. Again, I'm not even accessing QuickBooks. So now you're giving power to the clients to see exactly what's taking place. Um, I have a, an invoice here that's open. I can set and add a to-do list ask Mr. Wilson to go out there and collect that payment so I can be active in what's taking place in the business. And so anything that's AR, AP related, you can find that in industry comparisons. What's nice on the menu on the left-hand side, it's all set by user permission. So maybe you don't want, you know, Mr. Wilson to have access to data mash. You can turn that feature off and that disappears on the toolbar. Um, and then jumping over to the business snapshot is, hey, is a really... Go ahead. Rob, before you do, before you do, one more thing I'd like to add about that impact center is, you know, let's say, for example, you've got a client, you know, we all use Craig's design and landscaping. So let's say you got a client that's got a landscaping company. You can, you know, that's probably local. You know, they're providing landscaping services local. You can drill down within a city. So, you know, Rob's showing the United States here, but you could actually see like for your city, you could geographically see where all your customers are. So you can start deciding do I need to have a crew dedicated to the east side of town and a crew for the west side? You know, do we have enough, enough customers now on the south side of town to support a crew dedicated to that area? So you can help the clients to make decisions like this that are going to impact their business by seeing, you know, where their customers are from and things like this. So, you know, I think that that's pretty cool. And as you mentioned, you know, being able to let salespeople have access to this without having them be a user in QuickBooks. I think that's kind of cool as well. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. You Michelle, you brought a very good point there. And um, yes, I mean, definitely uh, what's nice is again, like Michelle said, you can segregate the permissions. Dan, as, you were going to say something? No, as, as we're, I was talking with a uh, pest control company and their, their ultimate goal for the city of Tucson was to have one, one company, but five segments uh, in the, in the different parts of town. Uh, this, you know, just what uh, what Michelle was talking about would be a way for them to know, okay, when is it when is it okay to to, to have a northwest side, south side, you know, uh, he called them fiefdoms, you know, because he, <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to he wanted to rule uh, the pest control industry. <laughs> and then before we jump into the main component, which is the data mash, which I know a lot of people love, is jumping into the business snapshot. And this is one of my coolest features because this really drills down into what is the business worth. I remember when I was back at Cloud9 sitting around with my board of directors and my investment banker, and he's like, Rob, what is your magic number? And he slipped me a piece of paper and I wrote it down on paper and he goes, I like your magic number, but guess what? You're not there. And he, and I'm kind of gave him that frown face. And, and then I, 
And then he says, but I got good news. If we can change the behavior of the business and change some things in the business, we can get you that magic number that you want. And that's what really spun me off on this business snapshot, because I think a lot of business owners want to know what their business is worth, because either one or two, one or three, three things are going to happen with the business owner. They are either going to pass that business on to, you know, maybe their, their family, they're going to die with their business, or they're going to, they're going to basically say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to push in my chips and I'm going to cash out. You know, and that's the analogy that I ended up doing is I put $100 in the slot machine, pulled the handle, and next thing you know, it was a big payday for me. Um, but before for me to get there, I needed to know what behavior changes I needed to make. So you can use this what-if scenario, and if I make changes by, say, hey, if I just increase my earnings by $100,000, I think my business, because I got a lot of automation in place, is worth a 5x. I can now double my value of my business by just making a couple changes behavior um, in the business. And so that's something that's really key is I know there's different, so many different ways to evaluate um, businesses, but this gives you the EBITDA approach, which a lot of businesses and multiply, um, which a lot of, you know, people that come in and value businesses look at, these are probably the top two. And so this will give you that calculation of what the business is worth. You know, Rob, the other thing that I love about this is in there, you've got the line for owner benefits. So -hmm. many times they don't realize how they're taking money out of the business affects the free cash flow and the value of the business. And this is a great and easy way to illustrate that to them, particularly, like you said, if, if like in your situation, if you're wanting to sell the company, you're going to want to maximize your free cash flow and maximize that value and stuff. And so it helps us communicating with the client to have this tool available pretty quick and easy. Um, So I, I do think that's a great tool, but my favorite tool of all is the data mash. The data mash, the data mash, here we are. Sounds like so, something you um, would get at the uh, Cracker Barrel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is that a, let's see. Um, Sorry, I threw you so off. This, so <laughs> there, this, this is the most powerful. This is one, this is my favorite thing because like Michelle said, this, this is the power in the, in the engine um, and data mash. I'm going to just, I'm going to spend some time here because I know a lot of people are going to have some questions but it, this is broken in down into the most powerful calculator that I've seen out there without using Excel. Um, one of the things as you can see up in the left-hand corner right underneath data mash is I can segregate this by class, customer and jobs and vendors. So if I wanna just look at things individually or by basically departments or classes or those type of things, I can utilize that. Um, and then I can display things either by a number, bar graph, line graph, and then I can have, I can convert things to either a currency or a percentage or um, default, which is just a number. And then one of the things that's super cool is when you create a calculation, you can save that calculation. You can push that calculation out on the timeline, which you'd view in the bridge, um, or you can automate that calculation, or you can save that calculation underneath bookmarks, which I haven't covered yet. I'll kind of jump back to bookmarks at the end because the bookmarks is kind of where you create your dashboards and you where you create these calculations and you push the calculations on the bookmarks where you, again, it's that custom dashboard where the business owner can see all those important things that are taking place. 
But for demonstration purposes, we have created 30 saved calculations. Um, about 20 of these were already preloaded. So the ones that down, down at the bottom, um, I have, these are preloaded with each account. So again, you're not out there starting from scratch. We're gonna help you out and create 20. As you're creating any of these KPIs, if you ever need assistance with any of this, you just contact us through the live chat. We can help you get on and create any of the calculations that you're trying to create. And you might be saying, Rob, where does this information be? Where's this, this information being pulled from? Well, that's going to be pulled from the data library. So we currently have three places where data is being pulled from. The first um, is the QuickBooks options. So anything that has a chart of account or report that can be pulled from QuickBooks, we're gonna, that's gonna be a data library um, he, uh, option. The next item, and I'm just scrolling through here and you can see some of these and you probably recon recognize some of these chart of accounts. The next item is that user created options. So you, you can set a, set a calculation in place and, and, and um, create a custom option and then save that for future ones. So here, for example, we have number of covers for the years. That's how many uh, dinners or people that we have served, number of employees, number of tables. Uh, I, have, I have a profit first percentage. So I want my business to, you know, put spend off a 15% profit. Um, I have the square footage for the restaurant. I have our weekly sales goals. And so I've created these calculations because I want to use these calculations and some of my calculations that I'm going to do above. And then the next items is the AP days. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, the industry average options. So these are taken again from the company settings and the full service restaurants. So if I just click on this AP days right here, I can see that the AP days in a restaurant, a full service restaurant is an average of 13 days. So if I want to use that as a calculation, I can do that. Um, and so I'm going to, I'm going to be able to pull my industry um, averages in. And so again, QuickBooks options, custom created user options, and then RMA. Again, we're going to be adding in that um, integration with uh, Zapier, um, which is over 2000 um, integrations. That's going to be coming here pretty quickly. Um, but the way I want to do is just, I can just clear this and I'm going to jump in and just show you some of the calculations that we created and, you know, Dan and Michelle, feel free to jump in and share your thoughts. Um, but the first one I'm going to bring up is advertising marketing per cover. So I've created this calculation um, into two folds. So I can do multiple calculations. The first one I did is I took my average, I took my advertising and marketing expense and I divided it by six months. So this calculation is for the first six months of 2021. So I'm averaging about $8,500 a month in advertising and marketing expenses. Now I want to know, well, how much is that per person that's walking through the restaurant that I'm serving? And that's $3.37 that I'm spending on per, um, basically, person that I'm uh, serving in the restaurant. So I know exactly, hey, if I go out and spend you know, $10,000 a month, this should increase my revenues. And then I can actually track that back to see if I'm hitting that $3 and 37 cent mark. Dan and, Rob, and Michelle, go, go ahead. Well, and Rob, this is where, you know, I think this is great because 
were able to combine the QuickBooks data with the non-QuickBooks or the financial with the non-financial data, like you said, the number of covers, like sales per square foot. By putting the square footage in there, you can calculate that. The sales by table, if you put the tables in there, you could calculate that. Sales by servers. Or, you know, like Dan brought up, I want to know the customer acquisition cost. So let's say um, you wanted to know that. Well, let's say we're going to run a special promotion. And you know how you'll see ads that have a special coupon code, like let's say QBPH is a QB is a QuickBooks code. So let's say you've got your CRM over here and you're tracking your new customers and your, your new clients or whatever. You can say, okay, how many new customers did I get from the month from that particular uh, promotional campaign? So in QuickBooks, you could create the calculation, you create an account for, you know, special promo for July or whatever it is. Yeah, or you can classify it as well. Yeah. You know, you throw a class in there. So you can pull that marketing expense for that promotion from QuickBooks divided by your user created option, the number of new customers to calculate your customer acquisition costs. And once Zapier is working, you could have it automatically pull from your CRM, the number of new customers. So you can automate something that think about how much time that would spend you to calculate every month without having it all in one tool like this. So this is, I think this is huge. This is the, the big part of the whole thing because a lot of these tools that we see out in the app store will have the normal KPIs, those 20 or so that you said, you know, are automatic down there, like your quick ratio, your current ratio, gross profit margin, you know, net profit margin, current, you know, all those down there are your standard KPIs, but being able to create your own industry specific business specific calculations like that. I think that's just huge. Well, Michelle, if you think about this, I mean, if you're doing this monthly for a client and say you had seven or eight unique KPIs, like, you know, we, we're talking about right now, you'd have to export, you'd have to number one, run the report in QuickBooks, right? You'd have to export that out to Excel. Then you would have to format that. Then you would have to bring in those calculations. And then how long would that take? I mean, you're talking probably right. at least an hour, an hour and a half every single time. Guess what? Once you set these reports up, you can share them automatically. So I can, I, if I slide this to the right, you know, that's going to share that calculation automatically every single Monday. It's saying I'm going to run this report every single Monday. It's going to show up on the dashboard as me being the accountant or business owner. I can see exactly what's taking place. Didn't even touch QuickBooks except for keeping QuickBooks current and up to date um, on, on the information. And you're not, utilizing Excel and doing all those customizations any longer. And Rob, this is what makes providing advisory services efficient and effective for us. It's not effective when we spend all that time each month doing it in Excel, doing it manually. It's hard to get the client to compensate us when we're spending that much time and everything. But with a tool like this, it's easy for the client to see the value. Let, let's just say a simple KPI, like gross profit margin. We've got a Wilson Steakhouse here. So if their gross profit margin is deteriorating, if their gross profit margin is below the industry average, we can then talk to them you know, about that. What are the components of your gross profit margin? Your sales and your costs of goods sold, your food costs. So maybe our food costs are too high. Do we need to get new suppliers to get our food costs under control? Do we need to 
train our employees better so there's less waste on the on the food and things like that maybe you've got employees that aren't ringing up every sale and that might be a problem so sales might be too low you know maybe they're giving their their friends and family, you know, supersized <laughs> meals <laughs> instead of the standard, you know, so that could affect their food costs. But by being able to quickly and efficiently see these things, we can then provide those advisory services on improving your gross profit margin, um, which is ultimately improving their profitability. So, I mean, I just love this tool. Um, and now that and now that you've shown everything, I'm going to relaunch <laughs> that poll. <laughs> so now people actually know what they're talking, you know, what they're answering. Um, you know, which of these features do you, do you, uh, appeals to you the most? It's kind of interesting. You know, at the, when I pre-launched the <laughs> the question, it was kind of like across the board, but we can I can see people answering already. The data mesh is is the uh, is is the clear uh, front runner? I don't want to influence the voting, but <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite. <laughs> no, 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 and that's that's the lead horse, right? I mean, we we know that this is the power. I mean, just to get this, I mean, technology working. I mean, it was months on months on months. Michelle, you were aware of that because we were keeping you posted of all those developments. But this this was definitely the the engine. This is the engine that drives the car, drives the business to success. Um, you know, one of the things I want to jump over um, right after you finish up the, and end the poll, um, which I see about 65% of people have voted, is, you know, jumping over to the bookmarks, because this is where you take these numbers and then you publish them off to a bookmarks and keep track of everything that's taking place. And yeah. so I, I can, I can, you know, I and think one that's of, important. One of, the, one of the questions that just came in is, can you add these KPI milestones to milestones? Uh so you can add those, can you can share those with with the client, right? As as a milestone or or just a bookmark. You can you can put yeah. You just you can share them on the timeline and the you can share them on the timeline, and you can share them on the bookmarks. But one thing that's kind of um kind of cool is back underneath the industry um, comparison, we can see if there was a, a an event that took place. Maybe it's for some reason when I'm doing this through um, uh, Zoom, it's not showing up, but you can see there was a milestone that was created along this time frame. This would actually publish that out. I don't know why. I think it's because of it's an image that's popping up for, for some reason, but you would see decisions being made would impact this. You would see those milestones right here. For some reason, when I do the Zoom, it doesn't show up, but when you do it, in your real account, you'll see it. And, and Rob, I like that in the upper right there, automate sharing ratio. So you can automatically share this to your client's timeline so they see it. You know, maybe you want them to see this every week, you know, on Tuesday or something. You can set it up so that it automatically creates and shares that with them so they're seeing that on a regular basis. So, and yeah, that's great. Thanks, Rob, showing this um, no, bookmark. No problem. Dashboard. And Rob, this, um, um, is this something that you can um, that can be white labeled, like as your own thing, or is it is it something that um, you know they would know the you know what's behind the curtain? What's behind the curtain? Well, as you can see, we we don't have a lot of path, you know, um, branding on this. Of course, the URI is path by basically you know Simplex, but again, you can you can um, 
you know, we, we have it in the plan to down the road. Um, when Mr. Wilson logs in, we have an empty white space underneath QuickBooks where you can put your accounting firm and information. That's something that um, we have a roadmap. And when you become a user, you can start giving us the feedback because we build the develop the technology based upon our users. We believe that's very important. Um, again, that goes back to customer success and customer um, satisfaction. And so one of the things that the users are asking for right now is I want to be able to put my accounting firm information right below the QuickBooks logo. And so that's something that we're going to be adding here in the future. And Rob, you might just point out again where you, and I, I can see it up there in the upper left, that's where you can have your client logo and the client company name. And that's where you can switch back and forth between multiple clients. Um, so I, yeah. I and like so when, yeah. And when Mr. Wilson logs in, he only accesses Wilson Steakhouse, or maybe he's an owner of two companies. And so you'd only see his two companies. But again, you would see all your companies, you know, and jumping into the bookmark, um, where does the bookmarks basically start? They can start right here on the bridge. And so I'm going to just kind of show, go back to the bridge, and then I'm going to show back to the bookmarks. And I know we have to get into Q&A. But um, for, for example, this conversation, I basically bookmarked it as meeting notes. So when something's taking place on the bridge, if I want to bookmark this conversation, I can bookmark this. So if I scroll down here and just start to look at some of my calculations, I, hey, there's table income per month. That's actually on my dashboard bookmark. And as I continue to scroll through, um, this one's not here, but if I wanted to put this one <clears throat> on, my, on my dashboard or my custom <clears throat> created um, folders, I can do that as well. So that takes me over to the bookmarks, which I'm just going to kind of walk through and show everybody uh, this to a certain extent. So one of the questions that you want to ask is when you set these bookmarks up, you know, which bookmarks should you basically utilize? And so for demo demonstration purposes, I've created five. I've created dashboard where I'm going to put all of my customized KPIs that I've created on data mesh. I have my financial report. So anytime I share a financial report with the business owner, I'm going to put it here. As you can see, there was some conversations around that financial report. I can click on that and that's going to open up the financial report and I'm going to be able to view it. Um, if there's any meeting notes that I want to keep track, uh, I can. Like, for example, here's this um, meeting that we're going to have on the 16th. So I can take notes and put it right there in that folder and I have it, but it's a reference point down the, ro down the road. But back to the dashboard, this is where I'm creating my important KPIs or metrics that I want to share. So this is days cash on hand. So I can, you know, train the client. We need this number to always be above 90. In this situation, it's 112.88. I can see the net worth of the business is 513,000. I can see my table income per month is $4,000. Um, I keep scrolling down. I can see our net income is 164,000 to date. The owner's distribution, there's been $75,000 been taken out, um, you know, uh, taken out of the company. I can see the total cash in the bank accounts, 134,000. So just important metrics. And the beauty of all this is I have not even been, I have not even, I didn't even log into QuickBooks and access any of this information. You know, Rob, the other thing that is so cool is, is let's say, for example, you're, you're tracking, um, sales per table, 
you know, in, in the Wilson Steakhouse. You want to increase the sales per table. This is where you can motivate, you can help your client. You say, okay, we want to get our sales per table up. So you want to motivate the servers to upsell, to sell the appies, the drinks, the desserts, things like that. You know, and that's where you can build incentives in with the employees to help improve the financials. And you can track these kind of things quickly and easily um, to really make an impact on that business. Or if you want to reduce the food costs and the waste and things. You can see it and track it and see the results from these things. This is where us as accounting professionals can really help with the advisory. And then we're tracking the results and everything. So this is really, I just think, so huge for us as accounting professionals to move way beyond the basic bookkeeping and compliance type of work and into those advisory services. And Rob, I know we could go over this, you know, all day. <laughs> um, unfortunately, I, I know we are getting to the end here, but what I really want to encourage people to do, if you're interested in this, you know, let them know and they can do a one-on-one -on -one demo with you. You can join webinars with other people where they can go more in depth and continue to answer your questions. Um, because Rob, he's created a great tool here for us providing those advisory services um, quickly, efficiently, but it's high value for your client. Um, so I think that's something to keep in mind. Rob, is there any last thing that you want to share before I wanted to go to the last slides that we have? Um, no, I think just jumping in the last slide, I know pricing is probably one of those questions, which I know you have a slide on, which we'll talk about here in a second. Okay, let me go ahead and go to... I, I launched the last uh, poll poll question while you were you were talking there, Michelle. Uh, All right, about thank any you. Any kind of next step, so that way, if anyone does want to be reached out by by path, you can you can put answer that poll question. We'll provide that to uh, to the folks at Path to to reach out the way you want to be you want to be talked to, right? Great. And, and here's just a few, you know, if you guys are wanting to start doing advisory services with your clients, here's a few basic questions that you can get started with. Um, I think everybody, hold on. Not sharing. Me, I'm not sharing. <laughs> I am now, I hope. Hopefully you're seeing advisory services, or advisory service questions to ask. Yes. Yes. Okay. These are things where you can start the conversation with your client if you haven't done it already. These things are great to talk with with new clients, but even if you've had a client you've been using for five or 10 years, sit down and have a free 30 minute conversation with them, asking them, what does success look like for you? You know, what is your plan for your business? Do you wanna grow it, leave it to your kids? Do you wanna grow it? Do you wanna sell it? What's keeping you up at night? How can we track and deal with that so that that allows you um, to sleep better and not worry about it. You know, if you can change one thing about your business, what would it be? And that way you're also, how can I help you to do this? What are your most profitable items and services? If they don't know that, you need to help them to track that and understand that so they can focus on those things and maybe eliminate unprofitable products or services. I mean, sometimes they're doing things that they shouldn't be. If you get rid of that, you can focus on those more profitable items and services. Um, setting financial goals for the year. Um, talk to them about, you know, when problems arise, who do you turn to? You want them to turn to you. You want to be that trusted partner there. Um, you know, where are you spending a lot of time in your business? How can we improve upon that? These are just a few questions that you can get going to ask your clients. And Rob's developed this great um, ebook that you all can download for free. 
uh, seven steps to an effective client communication strategy. Um, it's a quick ebook to help you along this path to those advisory services and being more effective with our communications and overcoming a lot of those roadblocks that we've talked about that we all face, all of the above. Um, so I encourage you to get to that. Rob, would you like to talk about the pricing? Yes. So the pricing basically works out at, um, we have a trusted advisor plan, which includes three client accounts uh, for $99. However, we have a special for everybody that's joined us today. That is $49 for three clients for the first three months. If you use the code QB power, um, QB power, PH, QB PH <laughs> for QuickBooks of power hour. But yes, you know, this is a great way to basically uh, get uh, set up. Um, when you become a client of um, a path, you work with most likely myself or one of our team members to implement this. And we'll walk you through and help you do your first calculations and help you set up your bookmarks and help you set up user permissions and those type of things. We also have, um, you know, step-by-step -step instructions. If you don't want to, if you just want to do everything yourself, you can do that. As you can see, it's very easy to use. You just walk through the the 10 step to onboard a new client and that will help you do, help you do it. You just put your username and password into the QuickBooks. Um, depends on the QuickBooks size. It takes about anywhere from anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes to connect and download all, download all the information. All the information that's downloaded is uh, for over the last five years. So it's gonna definitely capture a lot of information there. Um, and then once a new transaction is added, it, it syncs automatically, but yes, Definitely you can do that by signing up but using the QBPH uh, code uh, for the first three months. And Rob, do you have just a couple of minutes for a couple of last minute questions here? Sure, sure. Okay, I, I loved Kimberly's. Can a demo be directed for a client without giving away the stuff we would do so that we can charge and look like rock stars? And I love that. So so Rob, could you all do a demo for, for let's say it's somebody like Kimberly and her clients, showing them all the features of the communications tools, the bridge, the timeline, the milestones, showing them those kind of features without really elaborating on a data mash or the industry averages and things. So you could share some of the great features that can help our clients while keeping the good stuff for our advisory services from, secret, you know. The secret sauce. Yeah. Yeah, it's this simple. We just recommend that you go to um, our website and just click on one of the book a demo um links and that will reach out to an open schedule of when we're available for demos and uh, we can set up a pre-call if you want to with the accounting firm first to discuss the scope of the demo uh, with their with their clients and we can set that up um, and customize that demo based upon um, each individual's needs. Great. And, and we got another great question from Stephen. How complicated is it to set up a client mapping QBO to path? Does a client have to download the software? And I know, Rob, you just mentioned that it takes like maybe, you know, five, 10 minutes to get the data there. But what all is involved? Once I say, okay, I want to add Wilson Steakhouse to path, what's involved with the setup and the mapping and things like that? Well, number one, there's no downloading of software. That's the best thing, just like QuickBooks um, <laughs> online. Uh, it takes about five to 10 minutes at the most. And once you set up your first client, you're probably going to set, set up your second client in about half that time. So just some basic things that you need to know, like on user permissions, the, um, 
the group permissions override the user settings. So you just need to understand making sure your, your permissions are set up correctly and then just walking through and doing a couple simple calculations. Setting up your bookmarks, you know, I recommend using anywhere from five to six bookmarks. Again, we have some examples, but again, they can be all customized. They can be customized differently. You can have different KPIs and different bookmarks for different uh, businesses and industries. So really, like I said, it takes about no more than 10 minutes per client. Great. Dan, did you have any questions? Well, I, I know we have a lot of people north of the border um, asking questions about the Canada. Is there, is, does it work with Canadian version or is there plans to expand the Canadian versions of, of QBO? Yes, we have plans of it on a roadmap to go to QBO uh, Canada. Um, like I said, you know, we wanted to make sure that we worked out the bugs. The software has been out for about nine months now. Um, we are just getting ready to freeze our first basically release, um, which we've had open for um, about the last, you know, four months. And, you know, we, we believe we have a very bulletproof uh, system um, from that aspect. But yes, adding zero Sage and QuickBooks in Canada is definitely on the roadmap and we'll see that happening here soon. And then what about when you go more than add more than three clients or if you add a client for a little bit and then scale back, can you add on additional companies and what, what the that is a goes? great, that's a great question. Um, to add your fourth client, it's $15. I think when you get to more than 25 clients, it's only $5 per client. I think after your 11th clients, $10. So when you add more clients, the price basically drops um, anywhere from 15 to 10 to five. Um, so you can just visit our pricing page to learn more about our pricing. But our pricing is per company. So you guess what? You can add as many users as you want. You can add your whole accounting firm um, staff. You can add the business employees. And there's only a cost per company file, not per user. Robin, I, I think, you know, the value of the the data mesh alone is worth it not to mention the communication tool aspect of it and the milestones and all the other things just just getting those industry specific you know calculations and everything i think is definitely a tool that's well worth having in our toolbox um, for working with our clients i know pam mentioned you know why would the client use this through their accountant instead of using it directly to save money. First of all, your client's probably not going to find this on their own. That's what we're there to help them with. They're usually busy just running their business. They look to us to try to help them with things. And this is a great opportunity to bring a lot of value to that client. Like Rob mentioned, using it within their their company and their employees and setting up those users and restricting their access to things that they need. And then our communication with the client as well. I mean, I just think it is awesome. And I hope Michelle, you all, I, yeah. I like to, I like to just add that real quick. Your clients most likely don't know those important KPIs that they need for their business. So therefore they're going to turn to you. And here's one of the questions that we ask. If we, a business client becomes a, a customer of ours, the first question that we ask is who's their accountant? Because we are going to take that business client and we're going to basically make sure they're partnered with their accountant with this system. That's great. Yeah, because they don't know what these things are and what they're looking at and stuff. So that's awesome. And I know Jessica put a link to a webinar y'all are doing on Thursday. And you all, please reach out to them. They'll schedule one-on-one -on -one demos answering your questions, um, demo with you and your client. Just reach out to them. Um, and they're there to help you learn more about it. It is really worth your time. 
uh, to learn about this tool if you're wanting, especially if you're wanting to provide those advisory services for your clients. Now, definitely. Dan, uh, I just wanted to thank, thank you both for, for putting this all together in the last second and uh, for everyone who, who joined us on an off week. <laughs> of, uh, of the QB Power Hour. This is great for, for joining us and, and the, really appreciate the, the valuable information. I'm going to go sign up now. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Michelle and Dan, I just want to thank you guys both for being industry leaders. Michelle, thank you for believing in PATH and myself and our company. And we look forward to helping other accounting professionals become, you know, that advisory, um, you know, professional, because I believe that's where we can really make a difference. It's going out there and helping those small businesses be successful. Awesome. Well, thank you, Rob. Thank you, Dan. Don't forget next week we have AP Enhancements with Relay. So we would love to see you join us here at noon Eastern for that. So thank you, everybody. Thank you, Rob, again. Um, and Jessica in the background, thank you as well. I hope you guys all have a great day. See you next week. Bye, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye now. We hope you enjoyed listening to the QB Power Hour podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to ask them in our Facebook group. You can find those resources and much more at qbpowerhour.com.